Welcome to the Defend the Fort podcast, brought to you by the Fort A. State University Alumni Association. Hey, Tiger fans. Wow. You've outdone yourself. The largest fundraising campaign in university history was a huge success. Not only did the Journey campaign reach their ambitious five-year goal of $100 million, they surpassed it by $12 million, and they couldn't have done it without all of you. So on behalf of Tiger Nation, Thank you for your generosity and for changing the lives of deserving students at Fort Hayes State. Go Tigers! It's time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from the Golden Q in Hayes. The Golden Q, dining, billiards, and a whole lot more. Two blocks east of campus, the Golden Q. If the game is on, we're open. Tiger Talk is also brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Alice, banking one story at a time. The Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, expertise, technology, and compassion, all right here. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs. BTI, your John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. You've never had it so good. G&L Tire and Automotive, complete automotive service and repair, and tires for all driving needs. And a good afternoon and welcome to Tiger Talk. Gerard Welbrock with you. We'll be joined by head women's basketball coach Tony Hobson, head men's coach Mark Johnson. We are live at the Golden Q on a Tuesday. Appreciate you joining us here today. No Monday show because we had four-day state women's basketball yesterday. And a programming note, next week will be a Tuesday show as well. The Tiger men will have a makeup game at home against uh, Lincoln University. So we'll have the program on Tuesday next week as well as we move into the month of February and uh, get ready for the postseason drive and eventually the MIAA tournament. Again, we're live at the Golden Q. They've got their regular lunch uh, drink and dinner specials, the burger of the month, and a whole lot more. So stop on by. If the game's on, they're open. The Golden Q, just two blocks east of campus in Hayes. We're joined by the head coach of the Fort Hayes State women, and um, I'd ask you how you're doing. It was started out as a pretty good road trip, and then uh, obviously yesterday the loss to Northeastern kind of dampened everything your team had done up to that point. Yeah, it got off to, got off to a good start. and um, You know, there's a lot of a lot of analogies you could use on that. Uh, as far as uh, all of a sudden, it kind of came crashing down, but I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to use it on it. I'd, I'd start it, but I'm not sure where it would end. So, <laughs> gotcha. Um, no, I thought, you know, we started off and we, we, played a, we played a really good game at Newman. We were playing an underdog on the road and, and uh, took care of our business and just totally had them out of there in the first quarter. And uh, we moved on and and uh, knew we would have a tough battle at, in uh, Oklahoma City and against UCO and 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 played played well for most of the game. But again, we gave up a big lead, which we've been doing, um, but still hung on and won against a good team. And um, you know, yesterday there's just uh, really no explanation. Uh, we did we did play a, a team that's uh, a little resurgent. I mean, they've had. Uh, four or five games that they've really came close to uh, to pulling out here lately. They've been beat on a couple last-second shots, played Carney tough, played Southern tough, 
on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you you have you have all those things, and and you just you have a hard time conveying that to your team. I mean, we didn't approach it any different than we ever had when we're playing an underdog. And uh, I was thinking back the last time, uh, you know, in the last ten years, we have not lost to a team that finished lower than seventh in the conference, and that's because we just try our hardest not to not to have our kids take it for granted that they walk out on the floor and they're going to beat these teams. And usually we're, we're ready to go and we, we take care of them. So it was a perfect storm, uh, Monday afternoon game. The team that we played was still excited about playing. We weren't. Um, our kids were not uh, very well mentally prepared, uh, something that they, you know, that's, a, that's something they have to do on their own. We can't do that for them. Uh, everything else, the preparation I thought going in was good. Um, yeah, it was our third game in five days, but it was our third game in five days, so uh, shouldn't have been shouldn't have been that big of an issue. But we got ourselves in a hole, and and by the time we really showed some fight and tried to come back, we were just in too big of a hole. We got to cut to eight and had the ball, but just couldn't get over that hump and didn't have enough time. Yeah, and, and you could feel it. I mean, you know, we've all been a part of it. We've seen it before. Uh, they hit a couple of shots. I think when they had a three, uh, one of the one of the twins, the Lee twins, turned, and I don't even know if she saw the rim. She just turned and jacked it up, and it went in, and, and that went in. You thought, uh oh, this could be this could yep. be trouble because you could just feel it. They were hitting everything, and uh, you could just feel the intensity wasn't there on your side. And it does. It becomes a perfect storm, and it's one you can try everything, but it's hard to stop. Yeah, no, it is. It absolutely is, and that's. You know, that's one reason why why March Madness is the most viewed sports uh, spectacle in, in the world is because you see that all the time. You see um, you see underdogs beat beat people that they shouldn't. And in a one game in a one game uh, series, uh, anything can happen. And and uh, we were the recipient of it yesterday and it uh, wasn't any fun. Uh, don't really want to do that again. <laughs> yeah. And, and I guess that's. As you said, your team has really not had that problem. You've not done that before, which makes it maybe maybe a little more mind-boggling just because of what was on the line and everything they had accomplished back in first place and just all of those things. And I guess it's it's human beings playing the game. It's not robots out there. But your team, as you said, has been so good at that. I guess that makes it even more more kind of amazing that it happened. Well, it does it does to me, and it's uh, you know it's a, a failure on on uh, our part uh, to, to not get that done. But uh, we, we obviously went into the game overconfident, and I'm, I'm not sure why because we had an 18-point lead at UCO, and they cut it to two. So how can you, you know, uh, I guess it's human nature when you get out of there uh, in a near-death experience and you, don't, and you don't die, you forget about a person, right. I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we forgot about that, and we moved on. And I, I don't think there was any fear in our kids, uh, in our kids going into Monday's game that we could lose that game. And if you don't go in there with a little apprehension and a little, you know, just slightly nervous and a, a little edge. Uh, Something like that can happen. Well, I guess maybe the good news, it, it happened then. It doesn't happen later in March when, when everything is on the line. If, if there is a silver lining, maybe lesson learned and your team can, can build from it to, to prevent it from happening again. Well, yeah, if, there, if there, there isn't anything good, but there could be something better, um, you know, and you, you just hope that they can, that they have enough uh, wherewithal to understand that that can happen without actually going through it. 
You know, you understand what happens when somebody jumps off a building. You understand when some when, when something bad without actually having to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and I think it, it wasn't it wasn't all twelve kids. It was, but when it's the majority, and then they're waiting around for somebody else to bail them out and and get it done, and and you just we just had no energy. We we got out rebounded by fifteen. Yeah. Uh, by a by a team that's. Uh, not very big. They're scrappy, but not very big. They just out-hustled us, and we just weren't ready to go. Well, the Tigers fall to Northeastern State. Big games at home this week. We'll talk more about that as the program moves along. We're on Tiger Talk, which is brought to you by GNL Tire and Automotive. They've got tires for all driving conditions and budgets, along with complete automotive service and repair. GNL Tire, just east of 8th and Main. They're on the bricks in downtown Hayes. We'll take our first break back with more. It's Tiger Talk live from the Golden Q on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. It's finally here. The Fort Tavern and Patio Bar in downtown Hayes is now open. What is the Fort? Well, let's just say it's unlike anything in western Kansas. The entertainment is off the charts with axe throwing, duck pin bowling, virtual reality, games, food, and drinks, including a 30-tap self-pour beer wall. The Fort is a complete entertainment center. Kids and adults will love the experience. Now open the Fort Tavern and Patio Bar, 109 West 7th, next to Defiance Brewing in downtown Hayes. It's a fact. We use our internet more than ever before, with many of us spending seven hours a day online and houses having more than 10 devices connected. With all that, you need more speed. So it's no wonder that more people choose Nextech. Switch to Nextech Internet and get a $100 credit. Already a customer? Get a faster speed for your current price. Get more speed more consistently for all your devices at Nextech.com. Every day, you have the power to make your story better. To find purpose, let go of fears, enjoy more conveniences, take risks. At Golden Belt Bank, we're here to help every story we're a part of shine brighter. Let's write the next chapter together. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com, member FDIC. This month is full of big games and lots of busy schedules. Save a little time and a little cooking at the taco shop. Take advantage of the specials. Beef quesadilla, $3.89. Chicken enchilada, $3.49. And the pork burrito for $3.79. The taco shop. Order anywhere by downloading their app. Come on down to the taco shop. Left wing, Hollenbeck trying to post up on Johnson. Runner no good. Rebound, Wagner saves it into Galladay who banks it in. Sydney Galladay with 9, 48 to 34. Four-day state by 14. A 6-0 run by the Tigers. That's part of the action on Saturday in Edmond. Four-day state knocking off Central Oklahoma, holding on to win that one 75-68. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. It's brought to you in part by Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Here to make every story shine brighter. It's the way they do banking. One story at a time. Check them out at goldenbeltbank.com. Live at the Golden Q, two blocks east of campus. If the game's on... They're open. It's a hopping spot here today. Games, the Olympics are on. Some 
games on the TV. And I'll have, of course, uh, all the college basketball action tonight. So come on out to the Golden Q here in Hayes. We're joined by women's coach Tony Hobson. Heard the highlight from Saturday. And as you said, you held on to beat UCO. But, boy, there's a stretch in there. You're up by 18, I think, was the biggest lead you yeah. got middle way through the third. There were some points in there. You guys played really, really well. Yeah, starting start the second half, we were uh, – and, and – Really, a lot of the second quarter, second and first part of the third quarter, we were, we were excellent. Uh, ran the ball well, got to got it to the open, open man, and and hit some shots and uh, defended well um, against a good team. Boy, they're really athletic and they're big and. Um, I thought we were really ready to play that game. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, and we talked before the game. They're they're so quick. They're so athletic. They really put pressure on your guards. They, you know, they got a lot of quickness there. But you know, ten turnovers. But I thought you did a pretty good job of handling the pressure. And I mean, they like to turn teams over. And, and really, kind of the difference. You turned them over. They finished with twenty two turnovers. So you kind of flipped the table a little bit and, and made that uh, tough on them. Yeah, you know, last time we played them, I think we both had around twenty. So turnovers were even. So we, we gained, you know, we were plus 12 there. And against a team like that, that's, you know, you're going to have a hard time out-rebounding them very, very much or even staying in yeah. that uh, because of their size. Uh, turnovers was a big deal. And, and we, did a, we did an excellent job of, of uh, you know, knowing the scouting report and knowing when to double. And, and uh, especially their one – one kid, I think, had five or six mm-hmm. turnovers. Or their four man, and and she she's a seven a real, actually seven. So she's she's a real uh, factor for them offensively. So we kind of kind of took her out of it a little bit, and I, I think she, you know, didn't play as much as normal because of it. So so that was a big factor. Yeah, because Johnson had a big day, twenty seven and twelve, and, and she's capable of that. She's the top scorer in the conference. But I thought that was key. You didn't let anybody else have another big game. Knapp had a huge one the night two nights before and you hold her to ten and six, but you force the seven turnovers yeah. and, and you get those two going together, they're they're tough to beat. Well one of them's enough and and boy if you have to try to help and double and if you have them both in there you got a problem. So I thought I thought we did a I thought our our big kids you know yeah uh, Johnson got a lot of a lot of points some second some second chance opportunities but you know she's going to get hers most of the time I mean we've played we've played great defense on her before and she's had eighteen so she's, and she hit two threes yeah I mean <laughs> and, and she when she does that and and you know I think she was uh, she's seven for twenty on yeah. the year or something and and she hit those when they were coming back. Uh, probably doesn't take i don't know if she even takes them unless they're down right. 16 or 14 you know but mm-hmm. hey they're a little desperate so uh, she's a good shooter when she when she is open and uh, so she hits a couple threes in there uh, also so that just makes it that makes it doubly tough but i thought your team did a good job of uh, responding i think they got it to two maybe two or three mm-hmm. somewhere but then you answered you had a little push there got some big buckets i think we have a highlight coming up later sydney galladay hit a big shot and and um it kind of stemmed the tide, so to speak, to give you just enough to hold them off down there in the stretch. Yeah, Sydney hit a big one on the baseline, and then uh, Olivia hit one mm-hmm. just outside the free throw line. Two two big shots. Um, I, uh, Sydney's was under the gun. I mean, it was yeah. right at the end of the shot clock, like you said. So uh, big shots. I was happy to see them hit hit them, and then we we made enough free throws down the stretch to to hold them off. We're at the bottom of the hour, so let's go ahead and use this opportunity to pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. 
with a combination of Kaiser Liquor and Fort Hayes State Athletics, you're sure to be into something good. The Kaiser Liquor and 14 KEYS Hayes. Live at the Golden Q, Tiger Talk, Gerard Walbrock, head women's coach Tony Hobson, talking Fort Hayes State basketball. You can chime in with a question. Go to the FHSU Athletics website and look for fans, and you'll get the drop-down menu. You'll see it there at the bottom. Ask the coach, submit your question, chance to win a gift certificate from the Golden Q. We actually had one submitted earlier today. Um, uh, asking when the region rankings come out, how do you feel yesterday's loss to Northeastern State might affect where you are uh, with the uh, region poll. I know no official region rankings have come out, but they uh, should be coming out pretty quick, I would think. I, I th- I'm not sure, but I think it's next week. And I would say that loss yesterday probably knocked us out of the top spot. We'll probably still be, oh, we'll be in the top four, but I don't know where. Just just yeah. depends. Uh, because not only is it a loss, but it's a loss to, a, you know, your strength schedule goes down. Um, our strength schedule will go down this week because both teams we play are under 500. Uh, so I, I'm saying I'm saying we went from one to probably three or four, and that'd be my guess. Um, still a lot of lot of games left to play and a lot of things to be decided. Uh, but I know there's a the team we beat earlier in the year, St. Cloud, is sitting there with three losses, uh, as is Duluth, as is uh, Mo West. We probably will be above Mo West because of head-to-head. Still could, I, I don't know, we could be anywhere from one to four. I don't know. Those things are kind of, kind <laughs> as, of tough to predict. As we've seen. I'm not on the committee anymore, so I, I don't know what they're thinking. Well, I guess we'll probably find out next week when the yeah. first one comes out and yeah. uh, see where you are and go from there. We're going to go and take a break. We'll come back, talk about uh, the uh, games this week. As Coach mentioned, team's lower half of the conference, but uh, – they're playing well, and it won't be easy. We'll talk about it when we return. We're live at the Golden Q. It's Tiger Talk, which is brought to you by Adams Brown. They do more than just run numbers and file tax returns. They work hard to become strategic allies. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs. More from the Golden Q here on Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. It's finally here. The Fort Tavern and Patio Bar in downtown Hayes is now open. What is the Fort? Well, let's just say it's unlike anything in western Kansas. The entertainment is off the charts with axe throwing, duck pin bowling, virtual reality, games, food, and drinks, including a 30-tap self-pour beer wall. The Fort is a complete entertainment center. Kids and adults will love the experience. Now open the Fort Tavern and Patio Bar, 109 West 7th, next to Defiance Brewing in downtown Hayes. New Year's savings are store-wide at your local Napa Auto Parts store, Gibbs Auto Supply, and Hayes. Receive a $20 rebate on any Napa Legend battery. Diesel fuel de-ice are only $9.99. Scott Shop towels $12.99 per box. And Ice Melt 20-pound bags $6.99. And check out the great selection of wiper blades and anti-freeze products, too. Take advantage of these savings and many more at Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. The March 1st deadline for Midwest Energy's Community Fund is quickly approaching. Charitable, educational, and nonprofit organizations in Midwest Energy Service Area are encouraged to apply. Community fund grants range from $100 to $1,000, and you can apply online in just minutes. To apply, visit www.mwenergy.com and click the Community tab. Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. 
As an athlete, the one thing you dread most are injuries. They keep you from being the best you can be. That's why for sports injuries, area athletes rely on the Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Orthopedic Institute. The trained professionals in sports medicine get you diagnosed and on the road to recovery as quickly as possible. Open Monday and Thursday mornings, 8 to 9. The Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Orthopedic Institute will help you be your best. The Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Med, 785-261-7599. Wagner brings it up top of the circle. They double-team her, spins in the lane, out high to Randall, three to shoot. Here's Galladay, step back, jumper. She knocked it into the shot clock over Allen. What a shot by Galladay. She has 11, 69, 64, Fort Hayes State. Oh, that was big time. The shot clock was about to expire. She just fired a high arcing fadeaway to one in. Yeah, it was the basket we talked about by Sidney Galladay. Kind of got the Tigers over the hump as they beat Central Oklahoma. Tiger Talk is brought to you by the Taco Shop. You can download their app, see their full menu, and all their contactless delivery options. Dine-in, carry-out, or fast delivery. The Taco Shop, you've never had it so good. We're live at the Golden Q with Tiger Talk. Fort A. State women's coach Tony Hobson with us. <laughs> we talked during the break. We're looking at the conference standings. What a jumbled mess. Five teams within two games in the loss column, all with double-figure wins. You're now tied with Missouri Southern, who has the head-to-head as of now. Uh, I guess something's, it's about perspective. Beginning of the year, you look at everything. Hey, if you're tied for first with three weeks left in the season, you'd be excited about it. But mm-hmm. the way it got there, you're kind of a little sure. bit disappointed. But bottom line is uh, you're still at the top of the standings. There's still a lot of basketball left, and you still in a lot of ways control your own destiny. Yep, exactly. It could be worse. Um, uh, yesterday it couldn't have been, but it, <laughs> in the overall picture, it you know, we're still – uh, we're still up there where we would, you, you know, if somebody tells me six games to go, you're tied for first in the conference uh, back in September, October, I would have took it in an instant. Uh, we've got a lot of new players in the in the game with Southern and Western up there and uh, in, in tied, basically us three are tied at the top in the lost column. So, you know, it's just one of those things where you know it's going to be a battle between somebody and you hope you're one of the somebodies and, and we still are. Uh, our, our deal is we need to snap out of uh, yesterday's uh, deal and not uh, make sure we don't have a pity party and uh, get over it and uh, dust ourselves off and be ready for Thursday because we got a team coming in here that, again, we talk about these teams that when we played them the first time, they had eight kids, they missing three or four from COVID. Uh, they lost uh, several games in that little stretch, uh, and now they're coming off three wins against all of the other Kansas teams. So they've beat Washburn, Pitt, uh, and Emporia the last three games, Emporia soundly by 18. So they're they're a hot team, and they're playing with a lot of confidence right now. And like I said, they've got a full boat. they got their whole roster back and uh, a pretty solid team, really. Yeah, it's the old adage sometimes. I've heard wise coaches, and maybe even one sitting at the table right here, <laughs> say, but, but it's not always who you play, it's when you play them. And, exactly. and unfortunately, you kind of caught Northeastern, even though they'd lost five in a row, you kind of touched them. They were playing their best basketball. They were close. Yeah. And same with Rodgers. Now they've won three in a row. And as you said, uh, against the three Kansas schools, you're catching them at their best time. They're playing their best basketball by far of the season. Yeah, it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be a game where we need to really pay attention and get ready to play and and uh, give it a great effort because if if not uh, if if uh, if there's anybody that doesn't think that they could come in here and beat us then they're they're either ignorant or really ill-informed 
uh, because they can. They're mm-hmm. capable. They have two or three kids that can really score it. Uh, the one foreign kid, she seems always she didn't she didn't earlier in the year, but the last couple years she always plays really good against us. She's uh, very talented. She kind of reminds you of a big Nikki. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a, a little bigger, but still kind of a hard nosed, cagey player. Uh, they got two kids in the post that are more than adequate, and and uh, they'll come in here ready to go because we got them good down there. But like I said, it was uh, they were a little depleted. Um, uh, from COVID, and and they were, I can't remember the the situation. Well, I I know Northeastern canceled their game, right? Uh, so we I went, think they even had an injury or two addition to the COVID. Yeah, so they were. we we went down there on and played on a Monday, and uh, like I said, they'll be they'll be a much better team than that this time. Then then you get the rematch on Saturday with Northeastern, which I'm sure your team will be ready for. But as you said, you gotta you gotta take it one game at a time, and yep. you know, and 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 when you start not doing that that's when you get in trouble exactly and that's what happened that's that's one of the big things that happened yesterday we were already talking about you know seeds and where will we be and what you know and i could there's nothing you can do when your kids uh sometimes you're you know i'm not evidently that talented that i can't i i was not able to get that out of their head uh yesterday and we we paid a a pretty steep price. We still have time to rectify that, and hopefully we can. Well, hopefully it starts on Saturday. Coach, as always, we appreciate the visit, appreciate the time. Have a uh, good uh, what's left of the week for practice, and we'll see you on Thursday out at Gross Memorial Coliseum. Okay. Thanks, Gerard. There you go. Tony Hobson, coach of the Fort A. State women. Again, they'll have a 5.30 tip on Thursday. Rogers State comes to town, and then Northeastern State back here Saturday afternoon for a 2 o'clock tip. Tiger Talk is brought to you by BTI. They're your John Deere dealer. Locations in Buckland, Great Ben Greensburg, Hoxie, S City, and Pratt, BTI, our family, in partnership with your family. More Tiger Talk from the Golden Q. Mark Johnson, head men's coach, joins us after the break here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. It's finally here. The Fort Tavern and Patio Bar in downtown Hayes is now open. What is the Fort? Well, let's just say it's unlike anything in western Kansas. The entertainment is off the charts with axe throwing, duck pin bowling, virtual reality, games, food, and drinks, including a 30-tap self-pour beer wall. The Fort is a complete entertainment center. Kids and adults will love the experience. Now open the Fort Tavern and Patio Bar, 109 West 7th, next to Defiance Brewing in downtown Hayes. Bringard Harris CPAs in Hayes and Garden City serve clients of all sizes. Our staff has enjoyed meeting many new clients in recent years. That's right. Our firm is growing because new clients appreciate the level of attention we provide. We work to understand the tax, accounting, and business problems faced by clients, and our experience allows us to find effective and efficient solutions. If you are stressed about tax, accounting, or business problems, come talk to us. Bringard Howard CPAs. We can help. We do that. Complete expert service and repair for whatever you drive. That's what you'll find in GNL Tire and Automotive. Over the decades, they've kept up with all the changes, and they always give you a free estimate and answer any questions you might have before any work is done. And of course, tires is in GNL Tires' name because they have a complete line of tires for all vehicles, situations, and budgets. GNL Tire and Automotive on the bricks in downtown Hayes. 
the most dependable and respected plumbing and mechanical systems provider in our area for 75 years, the Glassman Corporation. They have a long history of large projects and resolving building problems. They're the experts for commercial and residential heating, AC, plumbing, and geothermal systems, and they specialize in applied chillers and boilers of all types. Glassman has techs on the road all over the region every day. Call Glassman Corporation, 1-800-662-4318. That's 1-800-662-4318 and at glassmancorp.com. Elijah brings it out high. Plays it up top to Yonchin. B top of the circle finds right. Nigel three. He knocked it in. The Wichita back in his hometown. His first made basket. And he makes it a four-point game. 59-55. Yeah, welcome back to Tiger Talk. Big bucket there for Nigel Wright back in his hometown. The Tigers hold off Newman 63-60 last Thursday and then just lose a heartbreaker to Central Oklahoma on Saturday. End up losing by seven. And the final score certainly not indicative of that game. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. We're joined by men's coach Mark Johnson. The program is brought to you by... The Golden Q. We're live here until 1 o'clock today. Come on out. Join us for lunch. Of course, you can come on out. Watch the games tonight. They'll be here. If the game's on, they're open at the Golden Q. It was, uh, boy, so close to a great road swing. Um, and, and Newman, um, we, we talked before the game. We talked about it last week. Scary team. They're finally healthy, and you're kind of, you're seeing that. I mean, they're they're playing everybody tough. Um Barnes went crazy in that ball game, a career day for him, and uh, that, was a, that was a good win against a team that's playing pretty good ball right now. Yeah, I mean, everybody, I don't care what their record is, has has some good players, and uh, you're going to have to go out there and play, and, and we let them get off to a hot start. I, you know, a couple of those, he just has the ability to jump up and shoot over you. There's not much you can do, and he had a hot hand. He's a really talented player. Has not, uh, you know, he's probably, I don't even know if he's played, he's probably played half their conference games. I think games. that was his 11th game yeah. overall in the year. Yeah, yeah. So when they have him, they're a different team. You get a guy out there and get 28, that that makes you pretty competitive in a hurry. And, uh, you know, they really guarded us very similar to what Rodgers did at their place and probably what Rodgers is going to do at our place. They're not going to let Caleb or Jared get a whole lot done. You know, anytime Jared catches it, they're going to be in there. And, and every time Caleb drove into the paint, there was five guys there, was kicking it out. And we, we just didn't shoot the ball very well. And uh, that made it, a, you know, you, I think we started the game about 2 of 15 or 3 of 15. You know, you you hit just three more, and that's a lot. But, I mean, you know, all of a sudden, if you're 6 of 15, all of a sudden you got a 10-point lead and maybe things aren't quite as tough. But I thought our guys, you know, B, uh, who has not shot the, his free throws very well this year, really stepped up and hit two important th- uh, free throws for us. Uh, obviously, Quentin hit a couple threes to get us some separation. And then the highlight of Nige sticking that three was kind of the, the dagger that finished it up for us. So uh, I thought we played hard throughout the game. You know, I thought our guys were ready to play. I don't feel like it was a game where we were overlooking them. It was more about we struggled shooting the three, and they shot the three well. And basketball, sometimes it's that's why it's a day. You can never predict what's going to happen in basketball just because of that three-point line. You have an off night. The other team gets hot. It it's, can change a lot of things and, and all that. But uh, did what we had to do and then came out against uh, Central Oklahoma and, and just put ourselves in a, in a spot. Really, all you're asking for at third place, hey, we just, we just want an opportunity with five minutes to go to have a chance to win the game. We had that opportunity, and, and uh, we just weren't able to close out. Isaiah Wade's a talent. He just came through, and 
<clears throat> scored bucket after bucket down the stretch, and we just had a hard time scoring those last three or four possessions. You, you had to like what you saw from your team because they were down to, what, 16, 18, whatever it was early, and it was looking like it, it felt like the game in Hayes, and you never really were a part of that one. And, and uh, to your team's credit, they, they, they ratcheted down defensively, got some stops, started to hit a few shots to get themselves back in the ballgame. Yeah, you know, I felt during the game and then watching the film, you know, to start the game, we gave up one bad. I felt like we gave up an open three to the Hayden kid. That was a bad possession defense. You can't give up and give that up. And they're the type of team, anytime we had a breakdown, they convert. You know what I mean? And uh, But the other points, we played good. They Those guys just are good. I mean, they made hard <laughs> shots and thought our guys did a good job of not panicking. Like, hey, just stay in the process. Eventually, they're not going to make all those those plays. And then, then we just, you know, Quentin was a big part of it. He hit three threes, and we were right back in a hurry. It's amazing how, you know, like closing games, how people understand. You get a 16-point lead with eight games or eight minutes to go. You know, years ago before the shot clock, that game's over. Now, I mean, things change in such a hurry. We're down 16 in a blink of an eye. It's a four-point game at halftime. So, uh, you know, you just got to play all the way through. A lot can change in, in 40 minutes of basketball with a three-point shot, with a shot clock. Uh, things can turn and you just got to keep playing. And I thought our guys did a good job of just keep playing in that first half. It was good to see uh, Quentin. He's had, that was a good road swing for him. He hit the back-to-back threes in Wichita, and it kind of got you over the hump. I think it helped you build a seven-point lead, which at the time was the largest. In fact, it was the largest you had all night. And then he hit three in the first half during that run to get you back. He, it looks like he's... He, Looking more like the Quentin we saw last year when he was just out there playing, shooting the ball well, and, and, and contributing that way. Yeah, you know, I think so. I think it's been hard. It's hard on a lot of guys. You know, we have more guys this year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's more capable guys than we had a year ago. A lot of that was injury. You know, we didn't have a full allotment of our, our personnel or guys we kind of thought would score. So, you know, you just get it now. It's it's not coming to you as regularly as it did a year ago, and I think that's been an adjustment for him. And then Obviously, he got hurt, and I think that that played into it. But for us, yeah, I mean, I would. We need some guys to step up and shoot the perimeter shot, like we talked. Whether it be Quentin, Elijah, Gabe, uh, Jeff, B. You know, we need some of those guys so these teams can't just do some of the things defensively that at times they're trying to do. And uh, you know, you're you're hopeful for all of them, but I would say the guy you have the most feel like they can go get that done would be Quentin. He's a guy that's done it before, and you just feel like he's a guy that can do that. And and if we can get him to continue to do that and one more of those other guys to kind of get a little more consistent with their perimeter shot, we feel like, you know, we, we have a great chance. Elijah gave you some good minutes on Thursday night. You know, that's the thing about our team. And, and I, you know, we've got really good guys. And, and you, you, I think you see it when you watch the film – that everybody's rooting for each other on the bench. You know, we do not win that game against Newman with, uh, without Elijah. It just, you know, his t- I think it was 10 point, whatever it was. We don't get that production from him. We have no chance of winning the game. And then Saturday, the, it was just a different game. Felt like we needed different guys. He hardly played at all. And But he, he if we played tomorrow, he'll be ready to go. You know what I mean? And, and you know, it's like Trey. Trey did not even get off the bench and play one second against Newman and without him on Saturday, we don't even have a chance to win that game. You know, and everybody like, you know, when their turn, when their number's called, they're ready to go. When they're not, when their number's not called, they're rooting for the guy's number who is. And that's 
uh, that's unusual and hard to find. You know what I mean? We're all, you know, and I'm, internally I'm sure it bothers oh, yeah. me. Everybody wants their number called and they want to be the guy out there, but they don't let that affect the, the chemistry of the team. And uh, at the end of the day, the number one outcome is, is, is winning. And, and I think our, our guys this year, we just have a bunch of guys that are really, uh, you know, into that and, and, uh, you know, it's it's been a it's nice to see. Well, and you mentioned Trajan, but that was he can shoot the ball. And I know that's been kind of the thing. He's the next progression for him is more consistent shooting. But went four for four, two for two from three. That obviously with his size and you saw it on the boards, just the way he played. That's that's gonna go a long ways in his game if he can get a little more consistent with that. Yeah, no, no question. And that, that's the big thing with Tim because he's a tough kid. He'll play hard. He'll guard. He does a really good job rebounding. And he just kind of has a knack. He's one of those guys that. He kind of has a knack to find himself open. You know, when you like Dwayne Brunson, I always always marvel Dwayne. If you go back to Dwayne, Dwayne really wasn't very tall. He didn't really have very good post moves. He couldn't really dribble it, but he was open every day. And you know, the other team was was keying on him. He just had that knack to know where to when to be at a spot at the right time and get the ball. And then his ball just went in. And, uh, you know, uh, Trey kind of has a little bit of that. The ball needs to go in a little bit like Dwayne's if he could do that. And, and But I will say this. He, he's kind of a guy. He's a gutsy kid. He's kind of a maker at times. You know what I mean? He'll, you know, I compared him to Dwayne, but it's a little bit like Corbin Koontz. You, know, yeah. you watch Corbin Koontz in practice and you marvel – how how bad of a shooter he could be at times. You're like, you never make it. But then the game started, and Corbin just had the – he was a maker, man. He had the courage and the toughness and a winner that he ended up shooting for the season over 40% every year, and, and you would watch him in practice and just marvel at that. And those are the guys you want. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter if you make them in practice. It's what you do in the moment. And, and Corbin was a maker, and at times I feel like Trey has a little bit of ability to be a maker. We just hopefully he needs to be a little bit more consistent maker. No, hopefully if he can even come close to like uh, uh, those guys you mentioned, uh, that's going to be a pretty good player and fun to watch for Fort Hayes State. We're live at the Golden Q. It's Tiger Talk here on this Tuesday. And again, a reminder, uh, next week's program will be on a Tuesday as well. The Tiger men have a makeup game Monday evening, uh, late afternoon, evening. Up and out of you, whatever, but in that five o'clock hour, five thirty, with uh, the uh, Lincoln Blue Tigers a makeup from earlier this year. So we'll have a Tiger talk again next Tuesday. The program brought to you by the Hayes Orthopedic Institute, expertise, technology, and compassion, all right here. That's the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. They're the official team physicians for Four Day State Athletics. Back for a final segment right after this. It's Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. It's finally here. The Fort Tavern and Patio Bar in downtown Hayes is now open. What is the Fort? Well, let's just say it's unlike anything in western Kansas. The entertainment is off the charts with axe throwing, duck pin bowling, virtual reality, games, food, and drinks, including a 30-tap self-pour beer wall. The Fort is a complete entertainment center. Kids and adults will love the experience. Now open the Fort Tavern and Patio Bar, 109 West 7th, next to Defiance Brewing in downtown Hayes. Their roots run deep in Kansas, and the secret to success, that little bit of something extra. At Adams Brown, they believe that business should be simplified. They ease your burdens rather than add to them. They aren't just your CPAs. They're an extended team just for you, a team that will work and grow together with you. That something extra is service that gets your attention, exceeding expectations. Certified public accountants at Adams Brown, going above and beyond for you. Online at AdamsBrownCPA.com. 
Stop looking for a job and start a career with BTI Equipment as an equipment service technician. BTI Equipment is one of the most progressive John Deere dealerships in the country and invests in technology, education, and resources for our employees. With industry-leading wages, uncapped bonus potential, paid training, company-matching 401k plan, and more, there's never been a better time to join the BTI family. Call on BTI. For career opportunities, visit btiequip.com. Vision, value, integrity. Being a part of a sports team means you are a part of something bigger than yourself. You are a member of a team. What you do on and off the field adds value. When you suit up and give it your all, you walk off that field with a sense of integrity. You see, many of the folks at Commercial Builders were athletes too, and they've built their company around those principles. Commercial Builders, vision, value, and integrity in your construction solutions. Here's Rock, a jab step, another jab step. He'll shoot a three. Bingo! He buries it! Third three for Quinton Rock. It's a three-point game. 40-37. to 37. He jab stepped twice, and then he buried it. Boy, the eyes of an assassin right there. Nothing but net for Quinton Rock, who has nine. Four-day state within three. Yeah, three straight threes. That was part of that run to get the Tigers back in the ball game. Welcome back. It's our final segment here on Tiger Talk. Gerard Welbrock, head coach Mark Johnson, who, by the way, congratulations, 400th career win in Wichita on the victory over Newman. That was neat. Tony Hobson got his 300th uh, career win as a Tiger head coach in that ball game, which is fun. And there are a lot of... The one thing about Newman, there's always a, it was a good four-day state crowd there, but a lot of former players who live in the area, that had to be extra. I don't know if they knew there was going to be 400 for you, but I saw Justin Best, Tim Pointner was there, Aaron Nicholson. We've seen other guys, uh, yeah. depending on their schedule. That's the cool thing about the Newman game in Wichita. you got a lot of former players that come on out to, to watch the game. That's always neat. Yeah, you know, it seems like there's just a lot of ki- – I mean, obviously there's a few handful from Wichita, but it seems like we have a lot of former players that kind of gravitate to the Wichita area. And uh, yeah, it's always good to see them. And uh, haven't seen Justin in a while. Yeah, he, he was he was aware. He actually is like, come here to watch your four hundred, which is always uh, appreciative of, of him. And uh, you know, good to see he these still guys. Looks like he could play a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, well, he, he's a fireman. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think they they work out quite a bit. And and it's always see you know it's good to see those guys and see you know their successes and and uh, and and. Uh, you know, now I'm getting old enough as a coach that talk about their kids, <laughs> yeah, you know really. what I mean? Which is, you know, you sit there and talk about how many kids they have and, and where they're at and what they're doing. It's, it's, uh, like I said, the good and the bad is that's really good and cool, but also that means I'm getting older. <laughs> well, we're all there with <laughs> yeah. you. I hear you exactly. Uh, uh, but uh, fun to see them there. And, and now you're, you're back at home. And before we get to that, we did have a question. It was kind of the same line for Tony. Uh, the, uh, someone time, uh, chimed in about the region rankings when they come out, which I think are the first ones next week. But any idea where you think the Tigers may fall in the region poll when it comes out next week? Obviously a lot it, between now yeah, and now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it came out this week, which I think they actually do a practice one, I don't think they uh, – Put it out public. I would guess six or seven would be my guess. Uh, the three, the three teams: uh, Minnesota, Duluth, Upper Iowa, Augustana. Those three are dead red going to be in, and then I think I mean Central Oklahoma and Northwest are in. I think those five would it would take a lot for those. They would have there'd be a big struggle for those the last three. We got to realize too in the Northern Sun, their season's a week ahead, so they only have four games left. There's really only two weeks left in the season, so there's not a lot of damage they can do. I would say those five are in, and then it would be us in Southeast Oklahoma probably right now. One of us six, one of us seven, and then I, most likely I would say uh, another 
GAC schools, Oklahoma Baptist, Southern Nazarene right there. So, But I would say we'd be probably six or seven right now. So what you're saying is these last three weeks are rather important for yeah. your team. <laughs> I would say so. I mean, yeah, because then also even when you're down – you know, uh, you never, you know, conference tournament upsets, you know, you just never know what's going to happen. So, yeah, I mean, we're we're the perennial, what they say, bubble team uh, with three weeks to go. You know, Division Two at this level, especially playing in our conference, it's a challenge. I mean, if we're at Division One and sitting where we're at, it would almost be impossible for us to do bad enough to not get in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And now – we have to continue to win and win at a high rate here our last seven games. And, and uh, you got three in a row at home if you throw in the Lincoln game. I mean, these are, these are must wins. And, you know, we, we put ourselves in this position to make this a really important week for us. And we got to have it. They're hard games. Rogers State beat us the, the first time. They're coming off a sweep of Washburn and Poria. They got great guards and they play hard and defend you. It's going to be a hard game. And, and uh, Northeastern, we saw playing down there. I mean, it was basically a lot, came down to the last minute and we were able to win. I always people ask about Division Two in the NCAA tournament. I compare it if it was the Big Twelve right now, it'd be Kansas, Baylor, and Texas Tech might be the only three yeah. in consideration. I mean, that's no question, and everybody's deemed alike. So I don't think people appreciate how hard it is to make the NCAA tournament in the Division Two when it's all regionalized like this. It's regionalized, and like I said, they don't they don't differentiate conferences either with your with your, your own region. And then, on, uh, you know, I don't know all the other sports, but on, in our sport, the the next best league in the country the northern sun is in your region you know what i mean so you're really most years a lot of times the national championship probably the last decade is being decided somewhere in maryville missouri or last year was up in aberdeen south dakota because the winner of that region right now our region is the odds on favorite they're going to go to lead eight i mean obviously it's basketball it doesn't mean it's not but most times that's the you know the toughest thing and the frustrating thing besides that is is you know, we sometimes make the NCAA tournament, and you're uh, like one year we were ranked what 13th in the country. The first round game we're playing the 17th ranked, and the second round we're playing the number four team in the country on their home floor. Yeah. You know that just doesn't happen. Be like in KU, and their second round's playing Kentucky yeah, or Upper Arena exactly. in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. So it's hard, but it's a great challenge, and we don't want to be anywhere else. We want to be with the best, and. Uh, we think we got We think we can finish strong here and put ourselves in a great spot. Well, three big ones coming up here Thursday, Saturday, then the makeup Monday. It's five o'clock with Lincoln uh, with uh, the Blue Tigers on Monday. So go ahead and come on out for that. But uh, men and women on Thursday, five thirty, seven thirty with Roger State. Two and four o'clock Saturday afternoon with Northeastern State. Coach, appreciate the time. We'll see you Thursday. All right, thanks, Chuck. Tiger Talk brought to you by Golden Bell Bank of Hayes and Ellis, Adams Brown, the Taco Shop, BTI, Hayes Orthopedic Institute, and G and L Tire and Auto. Automotive, of course, right here from the Golden Q in Hayes. Get a reminder, next week it'll be a th- Tuesday program again because of that Monday game. We hope to see you out at the Coliseum on Thursday and Saturday for Tiger basketball. That's going to wrap it up. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.